negativity, judgment, hate, illness, death. Life can be overwhelming at times, but what if I tell you that there's a safe space you can escape to? A house where you'll get your weekly shot of extra love. Are you ready to tune in? Reporting on all matters of good, kindness, and love. Let the Branson Brothers help you feel good. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. It's uh, 6.55 here at the Bali Sound Retreat. And um, I'm walking together with Brother Andy. Morning. Uh, we gotta be quiet, Andy. Oh, oh okay. Um, to the breakfast. And, uh, well, this is another episode of that Love Rule to Feel Better podcast. And it's a special episode because we're doing it all the way here in Tabanan at the Bali Silent Retreat. So, today, stay tuned because we got a What We Love where we talk about this silent retreat with one of the founders, Patricia. We got uh, a grueling dilemma, what we'd love to, about Mount Agung, the volcano that is very active here on the island of the gods, Bali. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> short of breath because we're climbing some stairs here. Keep going, bro. Um, anyhow, what, we, what else? Oh, yeah, we have a better report talking about new earth cooking with the chef Simon from Bali Silent Retreat. So it's all about silence and it sure is all about love today. Check it out. First, a grueling dilemma and I'm taking the stairs here and every stair says something. Joy, respect, smile, divine, grace, love, spirit. listening to Let Love Rule. With the Branson Brothers. We're here at the Bali Sound Retreat and um, we love it so much that we just wanted to talk to one of the founders and her name is Patricia. She's not here yet. We're waiting in her office right now which has a view on the rice fields, which is amazing. It's so beautiful. Uh, I'm totally in love. Hello. There, there she is, yeah. Thank you. Hello, Hi. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, too. Where you want to sit down? Here? I want to sit where you want to sit. But you you know the place better than, than, than I do, so... Well, it's breezy, yeah. It's, it's nice, yeah. It's cool. All right. Okay. So, so Patricia, we want to talk about what you are doing here because we really, really, really love this. The Bali Silent Retreat in 
Tabanan, is that how we how we pronounce it here? Yeah, Tabanan Regency. Oh, it's so beautiful, and we really love it. That's why me and Andy were like, we got to talk to you because you are one of the founders yes. of this amazing place. Uh, but you know, who are you? How did you get here in Bali? <laughs> because I read that you you came from all the way from Alaska. How did you get here? What happened? I grew up in Alaska, mm -hmm. but I found Bali because I was teaching in Singapore. Oh. And I was teaching spiritual classes uh -huh. in Singapore and sexual energy classes. Mm -hmm. And when my students said, ah, you've got to go to Bali. You are so Bali. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I came here and like many, many people, they come for a couple of weeks and a decade later they're still here. I know, I know. <laughs> and what, what did you fall in, fall in love with here? There's a spiritual element. The, there's, a, there's a very thin film or layer in between the spiritual world and the physical world. So then I got a calling to build a silent retreat for prayer and meditation. Very specific. A calling? What, what do you mean by a calling? A calling from God, I'll just say a calling from God, whatever mm -hmm. that means mm -hmm. to me. And I said, no, thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm retired. Mm -hmm. I don't have the money. I don't have the expertise. So find somebody else. Call somebody else. Right. Well, we see how well that worked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's here. It's here. The Bali Sound Retreat. It's and it's amazing. Here. And things fell into place. And uh, it just, we stumbled forward. And uh, lots and lots of magical, miracle, wonderful things happened. And they still are. Every day, people come here and their, their hearts awaken and open to their inner voice or their inner truth or that inner path that they don't quite know why they came to Bali or they don't quite know why they came here, but when they leave, they do. Wow. And I think that was the purpose. Wow. Wow, exactly. So it was destiny. What would you say is the biggest difference with all the other retreats. One is this energy in the land. There's magical energy in this land. So the land and the Balinese and the, the energy that the people like you and Andy have and you come here and you open your hearts, I'm pretty sure the land absorbs that. And then it shares it the next person who comes and the next person. So it's a growing intensity of love. Mm -hmm. Some people, they say they can see it, they can taste it, they can feel it in every step. They taste it in the food. A secondary aspect is that we have really high standards of responsibility to the planet. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't take one dollar of profit from this place. I think there's, there's that also. It's a, yeah. it's an, it runs as a not-for-profit entity. People appreciate that. And all the programs. I don't know of any other place hmm. on the island that has programs like we have here. Nobody has a labyrinth. Nobody has holy water to pour over your head. Two and a half hour walk out into the rice terraces. That makes a difference. It makes a difference. Let's talk about the food because that's also um, something that makes this place special. Yes. Um, I've been coming to Bali for 17 years now, almost 18 and food was first the people that's number one mm -hmm. food was number two mm -hmm. so my expectations are always very high actually 
and uh, mostly we're in Ubud, and you, get, you can get to eat in Ubud very, 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 very well. Then we came here, and I didn't expect it to be better than any experience I had already. I, I mean, Andy too, we, we're, we're walking to the buffet, and I'm, I'm like walking two, three times. Usually, like, I, I have enough with a little plate, and here I'm like eating. It's crazy. What, what, New Earth Cooking, it's called. And, and you have this, this uh, Dutch chef, Simon, who is the creative force behind all this. How did, that, how did it all happen? Well, Sam, Simon came to us as another gift, mir miraculous uh -huh. gift, friends of friends of friends. And then he took to this concept like a duck to water. He named it New Earth Cooking. Yeah. Simon says, if I travel halfway around the world, I'm kind of tired. And I bet you quinoa is, too. Mm. And at that moment, I knew he got it. That's perfect, Because yeah. I built the kitchen and set everything up to go out and pick it and be creative with what you've got. Because you got a lot around here. And yes. Yeah. And Simon has planted dozens more gardens. And he's such a fantastic teacher. And he taught the Balinese how to do certain things in combinations. Combinations of flavors and textures and aromas. He took this up a hundred million notches from what I had ever hoped to be able to deliver. Wow. That's amazing how, how the calling is supported with everything you need also, right? Yes. Yeah. And the food is just delicious. Yeah. Before we came, we read on, on the website all these reviews. And uh, we were like, yeah, sure, of course. Bali food is good, you know. Yeah. It's hard to find a, a place where you're not going to eat well. Um, but again, um, we are mesmerized. We are, it's, it's orgasm, orgasm, orgasmatic. Would that be a word? Orga well, Orgasmatastic? Let's, let's make up a new word for the wow. lexicon. Or orgasmastastic. Yes. Orgasmistastic. Orgasmistic. I eat for an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. And you chew carefully. Oh. Each bite. Yes. And look out at the rice fields and not be doing a device and not Because it's Wi-Fi free also. Yeah. It's, there's no, I mean, of course, because it's self-sustainable with everything, there's not a lot of electricity and power that we can all suck uh, dry. Right. Uh, so that's a good thing. So you really get the time to uh, be with yourself and it's silent. Um, of course, it's another aspect here. Um, so talking about food, and since we, we are Let Love Rule the Feel Better podcast, can we... Activate self-love through food? I wonder. That would be, I mean... that. Let's look at that. Why not? Why not? I mean, I, I actually, I think it's already happening with people <laughs> coming in here. Yeah. The kitchen angels do pour love into oh, yeah. the food. You can taste that. So if there's love there, mm -hmm. and you're not talking, you're being fed physical food, you're being fed by yourself, from yourself to yourself, spiritual food... Mm -hmm. Because there is no guru here, mm. there is no dogma, right. there is no religion. You gotta come up with it yourself. That's self-love. That is. That is. Yeah. That's actually. I don't think I've ever heard it put in that way. That you can find self-love through eating amazing food. Now that's something that should be worldwide. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's fun. That's not hard work. That's not practice. That's like not like ten days science vipassana or whatever which hurts everything no that's fun yeah, yeah so that's why people have to come to the Bali silent retreat now that was the calling what happens now because it's here now 
What's next? What's next is that we just keep doing what we're doing. There are a lot of mistakes that we make, mm -hmm. so we, get, we have opportunities to improve, and we laugh at our mistakes. We don't need to hide our mistakes. What was the biggest mistake? Oh, the biggest mistake. The one that you laughed the hardest? I don't like, know. I can't believe we did oh, that. Yeah, yeah. This is the biggest mistake. So the two there are three one story bungalows out there. Uh -huh. They were two story bungalows, two level bungalows. Mm -hmm. I went down to the ballet where you do the meditation right. and the yoga and I couldn't see the mountain. Now there is a connection between that yeah. meditation octagon yeah. and the mountain. Mm -hmm. I couldn't see the mountain. I said, up, oh, off with their heads, take it down. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. And it became, those became the volunteer houses. Like that. Boom. Yeah. So. Happy mistakes. Happy mistakes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for talking to us about this beautiful place. We'll, I think we'll be keeping talking about it in uh, a couple of episodes of Let No Rule because it, and we're not done yet. We're going to stay here for uh, a little longer. So okay. we're going to share that with uh, the listeners. And uh, okay. thank you so much, Patricia. You're welcome. Welcome to Let Love Rule. Who doesn't need an extra shot of love? Heck, I know I do. Bali's Mount Agung is ready to go bang. We observed sulfuric smoke spewing from its crater, and we never saw this before. This smoke spewed from the crater about 200 metres high. Hundreds of tremors were recorded today, with the threat level at its highest. A state of natural disaster has already been declared in Bali. More than 48,000 people evacuated from the 12-kilometre exclusion zone around the volcano, taking refuge in shelters. Now, the latest advice that we have from the experts is that the magma is now about two kilometres away from the surface of the volcano, but despite that, they aren't able to say when an eruption may happen. The dangerous area is only about 10 to 12 kilometres around the mountain, so it's, it's, it's not all parts of Bali, of course. So if they want to come, they please come. No worried. Right. Many of the locals are concerned about their livestock and their farms uh, and what it will mean for them if Mount Agung does erupt. Now, the Bali governor has spoken to Nine News this afternoon. He's defined this as a panic situation and that they are now expecting the worst. Now, 14 tonnes of aid has also been brought in. That includes things like medical supplies as well as masks and tents for shelter. And this is quite a stark contrast to some of the more popular holiday spots like Kuta and Seminyak, where many of the tourists aren't really letting this impact their holiday plans. Let Love Rule, the Feel Better podcast, wouldn't be a Let Love Rule, the Feel Better podcast without what would love do. Every week we serve up a, a grueling dilemma and we ask ourselves, what would love do? And then maybe we'll have an answer for what would we do? And um, this time it's not what would love do, uh, Andy, it's, uh, yeah, it's what would Bali do. Yeah, exactly, because <clears throat> we got... Um, a grueling dilemma here. Uh, you know that, or you don't know that, uh, there's people, like 100,000 people displaced, uh, evacuated. Um, so they had to leave their, their job, their village, their uh, homes, uh, everything, their cattle. Um, and um, so that's kind of awful. Uh, and then, on the other hand, there's Western tourists um, that are taking uh, selfies. Uh, kind of in front of Mount Agung, uh, spewing ashes and smoke and, and all, all that grueling stuff. 
um, and and they're making funny faces and they're enjoying themselves uh, as if it is like a fun tourist attraction. All right, guys, welcome back to another video. Today we are heading to Cedarman. We are in Bali, of course. Cedarman is a town very close to Mount Agun, and I think. I may have hit the jackpot with a villa that I have booked for tonight. We're going to be going with my friend Angelina. My friend Digby recommended this. He stayed there last night. He said it's absolutely incredible. If the weather is good, we could potentially have the best view of the erupting volcano. All right, kind of got a bit of a problem. We're about 3.5 kilometers away from the villa and there's some sort of ceremony going on and everyone's got to move their bikes. Otherwise, we ain't getting through. Come on, someone's got to leave. Of course, we've got a nice little semi-cold glass of the white vino. Cheers. Cheers, guys. And um, and then they put it on Instagram and on Facebook. And, and then uh, we got the dilemma here because um, uh, a lot of people are like saying, Hey, you guys, why do you take those, those selfies, those pictures? That's not really having respect for the people in Bali and, and the fact that this volcano is is active and, 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 and being a problem really uh, in a way that um, tourists are not coming down uh, the airport was closed actually um, so people are actually losing money the, 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 I mean, it's awful it, it, it's, it's not really it's, it's like taking pictures um, in front I mean I, I've read on, on, on social media it's like taking pictures in front of a holocaust center like a yoga pose or something in front of a holocaust center it's just not very respectful a lot of Westerners on social media are, are agreeing with that and saying this is not funny, you shouldn't do that, it's not respectful. Um, and then on the other hand, there's also a lot of people from Bali on the social media saying, hey, it's okay, um, if they enjoy themselves, let them enjoy themselves. Um, and, and even some of the people in Bali are, are making money off it by offering it as come and take your selfie in front of the volcano from a safe distance of course uh, but they make um, like a travel thing a travel tour uh, from it and so they're uh, making some money out of a, some kind of a disaster um, so when I was driving up uh, with, with Andy here uh, to uh, the Bali Sound retreat we asked our driver like what his uh, point of view was to this it was very enlightening um, he said he told us the following what would Bali do Bali uh, the Bali people really they they have ingrained by by many years of tradition uh, they have ingrained in themselves gratitude they have ingrained karma they have ingrained this beautiful practices of actually uh, letting people be be themselves and they also are he told us um, not inclined to focus on something which is negative even if they would feel this is a negative thing they would actually choose to focus on other things that are positive so in this case our driver said well there's so much bad news right now about Bali and tourism is in decline and and people are canceling their trips and the news is very uh, sensational because of course the news people they want you to click or they want you to watch or they want you to pay attention and even though if, if, if they take pictures and they make funny faces in front of the volcano and even though even though it's okay it's okay so what would Bali do they're really okay with something that we feel more as a problem than than they do and they focus on on the other stuff 
which is very enlightening, of course. We know this. Uh, we all know this. We've read it probably that that that's the way the positive thinking or not focusing on negative stuff. But they live it, and they live it in such a harmonious, beautiful way. They teach us so much. The people from Bali. Um, Andy and me were talking about that. We truly believe that they are are way more advanced in, in so many ways that we can learn so much from them. And uh, that's why we love Bali, by the way. Yeah, and, and the Bali people, man. They're amazing. What would love do with this grueling dilemma? I think love would do exactly what the Bali people are doing and saying, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I actually read something as well where apparently if this eruption happens in a very big way, it could actually cool the entire planet for a year. I don't know the geography behind that, but mental. Reporting on all matters of good, kindness, and love. Welcome to Let Love Rule. Today in The Better Report, let's talk about the earth and food. New earth cooking with Chef Simon from Bali Sound Retreat. And uh, Ellie and me are on our way to the New Earth Cooking School. Right now it's, it's an old chicken shed, so they're still building it. And uh, we're gonna meet Simon over there. All right, um, a Dutch guy, 36 years old, a chef at the Bali Silent Retreat. How did that happen? Um, pure following my heart. <laughs> Cliche as it might sound. And it was literally one morning I was living in Sydney, Australia, which was like a dream for me at the time. And I became a permanent resident there, purely also, it was thrown into my lap. And one morning I woke up and I had a dream that night, I'd go to Bali, move to Bali. And uh, so I go to work that morning, I was cooking in a little cafe because I was studying energy work at night. And, and I told everyone, I said, guys, I'm moving to Bali. And they said, yeah, whatever, <laughs> we don't believe you. I said, that's cool, you'll see. Uh, two months later, I moved. I'd given away all of my stuff that I'd built up over the last seven years. I had a little bit of you know, money in my pocket and I just went to Bali. And, and I just came here to experience the beauty of Bali that little bit deeper. I was so fascinated by the culture, by the people. I would feel so welcome here and so held. And it was just pure joy. <laughs> and just at that point that I was thinking, all right, what's next? A Bali Simon Retreat came up to me and they had heard via someone I'd met. Um, you know, you're a chef, you're into meditation, yoga. Do you want to help us uh, set up our, uh, the kitchen of our retreat center? And I said, that sounds fantastic. They said, are you willing to move to Bali? I said, I'm in Bali. <laughs> and then it sort of just fell into place. You, you see what I mean? It, it was always a matter of, okay, I'll trust that it has to be done a certain way, but I don't know exactly how. The, the how will show up every day. Mm -hmm. And that's been my biggest lesson here. That was the listening to your heart, really. Not the mind, to the because heart. the mind would say, don't do this, that's not safe, yeah. Why? Yeah. how about that, and have you yeah. thought of this? Yeah. But the heart said trust, yeah. surrender. The mind has fears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, how much are you going to get paid for this right. job? You know, how are you going to do this? You know, how long for? You can have insurance. All, all, the mind has all of these concerns. And some of these, you know, you need to kind of rationalize and yeah. work out. But a lot of it is the heart is trying to tell you, go this way. I feel that spirit communicates through the heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and you you serve up uh, about like a hundred dishes a day: breakfast, lunch, uh, dinner. Yeah. Annie and me had uh, like high expectations of, of of food because we know Bali. We came here many times, and Bali yeah. has amazing food. Yeah. And then we came here, and then we ate so much. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good, 
Andy returned to the buffet twice in the in the morning. And I, I spent <laughs> <Yeah. really too. laughs> and I spent like an hour and fifteen minutes on on one one little plate just savoring all the food. Mm. What's your secret? I'll, I'll tell you a few secrets. You know, sure, I'm a guy who loves to cook, and I think I have a, a good feeling for flavor. You know, that's definitely there. And one of the things is that we are very close to the land, so a lot of our ingredients are really fresh. But there's, there's a deeper secret behind this. I am not the big guy, the big chef at the Bali Sana Retreat. In fact, I'm not really the chef anymore. The kitchen now runs itself. There is a team of dedicated people. There's an energy in the kitchen that we all created together that is responsible for that food. And really, all my job is these days is to safeguard that energy by every now and then organizing a meeting with them. Uh, they are running the kitchen themselves. The kitchen now. angels, yeah. you call them, the right? The kitchen angels, yeah. that's what I call them. And that, yeah. they really pour love and care into the food. And when they are happy, the food is going to be amazing. Of course, we need recipes, and of course, we need techniques, and of course, we need fresh ingredients to underlie that. But their love is, first and foremost, what's important. Okay, so you say, that actually, the secret is love. <laughs> right, works uh, out for this podcast. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, but but what does that what does that mean? What how do you make that tangible? Love. <laughs> you know, everything is energy. Uh -huh. Everything is vibration. We are creating an environment where people feel held, where people feel that they're good enough, where people feel loved, where people feel that they can do this. There's a vibe of positivity, and that goes into the food. The food is cooked with a certain level of confidence. Mm. And with that comes love and care. When did you start to shape it into what, what I'm doing is new earth cooking? And why is it so important to you? There's a few spiritual teachings that pointed out that everything worthwhile comes from within. So rather than creating a doctrine, a diet, every diet plan is a doctrine. Even mm -hmm. every lifestyle like veganism or raw foodism or paleo, they're all doctrines that say you should or should not do this. How about we just put it back to people and say, hey, why don't you tune in and see what you really want to eat, how you really want to live? I want to give rise to the opportunity that we have a connection to the earth and we can communicate with the earth wherever we are. So the menu at Bali Sunday Retreat is very specific to this location in Tabernam where we are eating. You know, and that's why we include the taro roots and the cassava roots and the duck eggs because they are so abundant and health-giving on that particular piece of land. Recipes from within. Yeah, recipes from within. I love that. And, and of course, you can teach techniques. Mm -hmm. And there isn't, there's always the rational mind that will balance everything. Mm -hmm. Of course, it doesn't mean we control all these amazing French techniques out of the window. It just means that they don't make any sense anymore in this new day and age mm -hmm. uh, if we don't at least listen to nature. All of our destructive patterns that we see on the planet are connected to our disconnection from mm -hmm. the planet. So nothing's more important than connecting to ourselves and connecting to Earth. Right. And in my case, I start cooking from that. Other people do it, they start teaching from that. They start building from that. I know amazing natural builders that do that. Uh, we are truly creating a new Earth based on that new level of connection and the new consciousness that follows when we allow it. So uh, you're a chef at the Bali Sound Retreat. Then next to that, <coughs> you also are an energy worker. And Andy had a session with you. Yeah. And Andy, how would you describe how that was? It felt like um, I was electrocuted, but then on a very pleasant voltage. Um, okay. So, um, amazing. What, what did you do with Andy? 
<laughs> Sorry, Andy, for electrocuting <laughs> you. It was just amazing. Um, I can't really technically explain what it is, because when I do energy work, I go into an altered state of consciousness. I tap into a, a greater source of life force that we all constantly access to, and I bring the client along with me. Um, using a breathing technique that's sometimes referred to as holotropic breathing by the man who invented that style, uh, called, uh, psychologist called Stanislav Grof. Um, I use some body work. Um, the body work simply helps people to connect with their body and go out of their mind. What we're doing essentially is accessing trauma because humans are born um, and from the moment we're born it's traumatic. You know, we're often dealing with a hospital birth or stressed out parents and throughout life we go through a lot of situations where the unconsciousness of other humans and ourselves is creating trauma. The mom that doesn't give us the love that we need ideally in that moment. Anyway, there's nothing to get hung up about. But that trauma stores in our, in our cellular memory, into our body, our physical body being the inner core of a greater energy field. And by accessing that trauma through our consciousness with that altered state of consciousness that we get through deep breathing, that is typically has a healing quality to it. And sometimes it can be quite uh, cathargic when you know, it feels like big electricity and big strong healing because of the, uh, the high level of vibration that comes through. Yeah. But ultimately, I don't feel that I'm giving much of myself to another person. I don't think I have any magic powers. I just have the ability because of my empathy and my current state of vibration possibly to hold a lot of that energy so I have some to spare so I can hold people. Uh, a few people a week maximum and, uh, and, and it's beautiful I'm really grateful for the opportunity um, I don't give myself too much credit for it it's just another expression of healing so mm -hmm. is the cooking so it's pretty much everything that I do I, I can honestly say that I've dedicated my life to healing myself and others healing through energy work healing through food yeah uh, we, we were talking to Patricia one of the founders yeah and we were kind of uh, joking about the fact that Hey, you know what? We can activate self-love here by just come here and eat. Yeah. Would you agree that yeah. that would be like a, a workshop? Eat your food and find self-love again? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Nourish yourself with, with food. Yeah, and all of the luxuries that Bali Sign and Retreat offers. It's the food, but it's the silence. It's the clean water. It's the space. It's the energy. Patricia had explained to me. Um, because, of course, she's the founder and she holds the space that the family temple had opened up and extended and covers the whole retreat. You could say that Bali San Retreat is an expanded temple. Mm. And just by being there, and that's another secret I want to add to, the secret behind the food. It's actually people are not so overloaded in their senses when they're here. That opens up their senses, they taste the food better as mm. well. So I want to give credit to the whole range of things and not just say, oh, I'm the great chef cooking this great food. There's actually so many more ingredients that are behind here. And imagine, as modern-day restaurants, we can embrace them in our own restaurant. Can we create silent zones? Can we incorporate plants around our restaurant? You know, can we do these things? Can we take some of this magic and bring it to our restaurant? Can we work out the energy in here? So I've worked in kitchens where people scream at each other, where the chef is always angry, where there was always stress because of the way it's set up, this a la carte, the tickets just keep printing, the customers are waiting, everyone is out for perfection, the food critics are coming. We're creating a stressful situation. We can't even enjoy this food anymore. What are we doing to ourselves? Mm. Why not take that whole pressure away? And some of the people that inspire me to do that are the Balinese because they have a way about things. They will always create this sort of like peaceful situation in the end. They're, they're geared towards that. You, know, you walk sometimes into a Balinese village and 
you feel that if people are working hard to balance the good and the bad to come to this place of peace. Yeah, so there's, there's so many elements that, that I believe make the food good and make Bali Sign Retreat really, really special. Yeah. And I'm just grateful to be a, a part of that. I'm just an instrument, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> no, thank you, Simon. Welcome to Let Love Rule. Let the Branson Brothers help you feel good. Even while we're at the silent retreat, it's still possible to do a flip in the love song. Uh, right, Andy? No, <laughs> oh, I'm not looking forward to that. Well, yes, you are, man, because you gotta do it, Andy. Oh, oh yeah. Flipping the love song is a way to activate your self-love big time. And how do we do this? Well, that's easy. You pick a love song, the song that you used to sing for somebody else. Andy, you got one already? You promised last week. I, I got one. Then you look up the lyrics online, and then you flip the lyrics. You, you change all the yous into me's and all the yours into uh, mine. And then you take a mirror. You don't have to take a mirror today and you can sing it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then while singing the song that you used to sing for somebody else, you sing it to yourself now. Well, that's going to activate love in a big, big, big way. So Andy, what's your favorite love song? Well, I was thinking about doing uh, Lionel Richie and Hello, but um, brother, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, you want to sing with me? Okay, bro, let's do it together. Uh, you got, you got it prepared. You got the lyrics? Yeah, I got them right here. Cool. Let's let's walk past this this water here, uh, and then there's some silence, and we can sing. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> A one, two, three. Hello. Hello. Is it me I'm looking for? I can see it in my eyes. I can see it in my smile. I'm all I ever wanted. And my arms are open wide. Cause I know just what to say. And I know just what to do. And I want to tell me so much. I love me. Great, Andy. We did it. You did. You did it. Me. We did it. I love that. that. The lyrics are really cool. I want to tell me so much. I love me. Lionel Richie and Hello. So pick your favorite love song. Look up the lyrics. Change all the yous into me's. All the yours into mine. And go ahead. Activate that self-love. And have some fun with it. And if you, if you don't dare to do it alone, find a brother. Sing it together. That's right, Andy. <laughs> You're listening to Let Love Rule Please. with the Branson Brothers. Please. So, I'm, I'm walking through the rice fields with uh, Brother Andy. Since we cannot talk at the retreat, we had to go to the chat zone to have an interview with um, our Qigong meditation yoga teacher. And uh, we kind of don't know how to uh, pronounce her name, so we got to ask Quinn. When we see her. Exactly. <laughs> Andy, can you ask, ask where the chat zone is? Yeah, uh, permission, where, where, where the chat zone then? Yeah, okay. All right, straight. Okay, all right, thanks. Thanks. St straight? Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, oh, there she is. There she, there she is. Hey, please. Um, you have to pronounce your name because I'm afraid that we're going to do it wrong. 
Hi, this is perfect. So we, me and Andy, we had so much fun this afternoon that uh, we thought, you know what, we have to talk to you, and you got to explain us some stuff because you got a lot to teach to people. But but, but first, tell us, um, how did you start? Uh, be, or how did you become a teacher in, in yoga and in meditation and qigong? Um, with the yoga, it started when my back wasn't feeling well. And so I decided it was time to finally do the yoga, something you've been wanting to do for a long time. And uh, starting yoga, within a year I decided I want, to, I want to learn more and become a teacher. So that started in California. Meanwhile, for meditation, the qigong that came from kung fu, before the yoga I was doing martial arts. And um, that was not suiting well for my, for my body, for my back. And so that's how that all came about. And uh, now you're traveling and you're teaching all over the world. And, and, and how do you end up in Bali at the Bali Sound Retreat? I kind of end up in Bali and then Bali just invites you back. <laughs> Bali Silent Retreat just came about because I know friends and I know other teachers that have been here and I've heard really good things about it. And it's my first time here. I'm quite thrilled, quite feel like it's a, quite the blessing to be here. I didn't expect it to be such a wonderful blessing. How, 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 in what way is it wonderful for you? Mm. Or in what way is it different than maybe other places that you uh, taught? Good question. Uh, most places you really have to befriend the guests. Here I can ignore them. Because it's a silent it's retreat. Silent. Okay. Yes, it's, it sounds kind of rude, but mm-hmm. when you're constantly on and mm-hmm. having to almost be like an ambassador for the resort mm-hmm. and I hear it's quite the opposite. Please don't, don't bother the guests. It's quite <laughs> lovely, but that's not the main reason. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, I appreciate the silence. It's really not just assisted um, the guests here. I get to be a part of that. It's like everybody becomes like, like a, a lighthouse unto themselves. You know, you build your energy when you're quiet. If you keep talking all the time, I think you expend a lot of your energy, and it, it, it's kind of like. People need to make noise to distract themselves, and, and you get involved in that noise. So here, it's tranquil. It's, it's, like, it's like a gift, probably, for yourself. It's like you're doing the retreat yourself. Yes, and there's in front of my house is organic rice fields, and the food here has a lot of life force in it, and, and there's medicinal herbs everywhere. I make teas for myself. I can grab um, fruit and... and Plants and food and. Did you have the raw chocolate cake tonight? <laughs> yes. That was amazing. That was amazing. I, I think Andy took the last piece. It it, it, it was crazy. I love that cake. That is one of the keys yeah. to having a a good uh, stay at a place. Is that it's not just uh, or gourmet food. It's food that I can eat because it's healthy. It's mm. all made with like coconut oil instead of cheap oils and. Uh, Simon sources the food so he knows where it comes from. So local products also. And 50% right? yeah. of the, the food comes from their garden. They pick it and you eat it the like, same day. Yeah, and, and that makes that's probably the big difference with, with other places. that, that, that You can taste that. Um, so at, at the silent retreat, there's also yoga and there's also meditation and you, you teach it here. Uh, but this afternoon, Andy and me were uh, practicing with you, and, and you added some Qigong to it also. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more about, because we're, 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 we know about meditation and about um, yoga practice, but uh, she, what's mm-hmm. Qigong exactly? 
Well, a lot of Westerners have uh, challenges quieting the mind. If I were to tell you, just don't think of anything, be in meditation, you may be able to do it for one second. But the mind likes to drift. We're, we're very busy-minded. But They say it's the, a monkey on, on cocaine, the mind. Yes, dun, jumping dun, 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 around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it, with Qigong, you move your body and you send the energy to where you're moving. So it gives your mind something to do. And your body's doing something, too. Your body's being slightly active, and the mind has a job. Ah, focus on energy moving here. And so all of a sudden, that monkey mind quiets down. You find, ah... I got to do, I got to be in meditation for however long, probably longer than five or ten seconds. What is the origin of uh, Qigong? It's Chinese. It's Chinese. Mm -hmm. It's probably three or five thousand years old. It was mainly used like a dance for healing, but now we name it Qigong. Qi meaning energy, Mm -hmm. Gong meaning craft or study or work. Is it um, the same like Tai Chi or is that something different again? Tai Chi is Qigong. Okay. But Qigong is not Tai Chi. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's because Tai Chi is a martial art. So it's moving energy and it's martial. Qigong is not martial, it's the only difference. In fact, uh, each Kung Fu practice is considered incomplete unless it has a Qigong practice to go with it. Because imagine, if you can move energy, how much more powerful your Kung Fu would be. Can you use Qigong to actually activate self-love? Because that's what we're about. Yes, of course, because uh, Qigong is going inside. Mm -hmm. You become more sensitive. In, in the Western world, we see everything visual, and we sti- there's a lot of stimulation. And in the Eastern world, it's quite the opposite. It's about letting go of things, simplifying, not to learn things, but instead to let go of things until you're just so simple. It's just like, like I am. Yeah, and, and that's it, it. It's not from the mind. It's it's more exactly. So when you're yeah. in a place of no mind, there's a peacefulness. Mm-hmm. And the heart feels quite open and it's as if there's not anything wrong mm-hmm. everything is just the way it should be it's like you you are um, the king of the world or something mm-hmm. so it's it's a good soil to uh, to plant some uh, self-love seeds there yes especially if you find that meditation is challenging if you're meditating mm-hmm. you are letting go of the outside world you're coming inside it can be scary well you have is to face yourself. Mm. It's like taking a long walk inside yourself with no one to bother you for a very long time. It can be very scary. But Qigong gives you access to that in a gentle way. You get to meditate, be inside, and all of a sudden, you get along with yourself better. You see things a little more clearly because the brain got out of the way. Mm-hmm. The brain is sometimes what um, causes you to not know. It thinks it can figure it out for you, I can think, but it actually cuts you off from the deeper understanding, the body awareness understanding. So thank you so much for for explaining to us all about uh, Qigong and have fun. You're going to travel some more, you're going to leave the the, the Bali Sound Retreat and go somewhere else uh, and other countries also or (laughs) are you going to stay in Bali? I'll be in Bali for a little while. Yeah, still. we love Bali. Yeah. yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thank you so much. Sama-sama. Suksma. Suksma
you for tuning in. Hungry for more inspiration and motivation? Head over to pureloveradio.com and grab your free copy of the introductory audiobook Superwise Me, Law of the Heart by Lynn Branson and Power of the Heart author-filmmaker Batista de Papa. Want to meditate some more? Subscribe and get access to all of the Love Activation Meditation videos. That's www.pureloveradio.com for more wisdom and love. Wow, Andy, I guess that's it. Yeah, man, this was beautiful. I, I would do it again, Bali Sound Retreat. I would do it again. Yeah, me too, man. I want to come back here. Yeah, maybe I'll... Maybe... I will. Maybe we will, right? Yeah, sure. Cool. Well, that's it for now. Let Love Rule the Feel Better podcast. Next week, we have, I guess, uh, a regular episode uh, with more inspiration, more motivation, and all of that goody stuff. Who doesn't need an extra shot of love? Heck, I know I do. We're signing off from the rice fields in Tabanan at Bali Silent Retreat. See you next week. Bye. Bye.